Welcome in, everybody, to ACC Football and Beyond. It is March 3rd, and we're going to be breaking down all things ACC football, uh, breaking down primarily a lot of what's coming out of the combine. As we mentioned on yesterday's show, SEC Football and Beyond, we got to a lot of details within the league um, a lot of players within the SEC in the region. So we're going to do that again today. Uh, we're going to do it all week, actually. Do it with the uh, the uh, ACC, and it was a big week. In fact, two, I think, of the biggest, three, really, of the biggest combine performances really took place by ACC teams, really two, and then um, another one with a quasi-ACC team. So we're going to get to that um, uh, today. want to remind you again to get this podcast, this college podcast, every day, Monday through Friday, as we break down the world of college football every day. And we kind of uh, combine a daily college football show with a weekly conference show. You can do that by, by signing up for Landry Football's conference call through iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts, sign up for Landry Football's conference call today. We can get you taken care of. Got some uh, some more good news as we are growing, and we've got <clears throat> even more partners that are growing with us that want to be a part of what we're doing. And we remind you that uh, we're in conversations with people all the time who are interested in promoting their business with us. And we're looking for good fits. If you feel you and your business are the right fit and want to get the word out about your business, we can do that for you. We can brand your business. Just go to LandryFootball.com, hit Contact Chris on the top bar, and TJ will be in touch with you. Uh, Guys like 401K Generation and Eddie Rojas, who brings you this podcast each and every day, they are the experts in money management, financial planning, investments, um, they are the ones that can help you meet your financial goals, uh, get you through the tough times, explain things for you, calm your fear, fears, make sure that you get the the correct financial checkup to make sure that you're in the on the right path and you're doing the right things. They're licensed in all 50 states. That's another thing I really think is a great plus about them so that Whatever you're listening to this podcast around the country, they can help you today. So check them out. Check out LandryFootball.com for our scouting season offer. All of these combine results, all of the details about what's going on with the draft, free agency, uh, we've got it all covered for you at LandryFootball.com. So check that out today. More details than we can get to in this podcast alone. But as I said, I wanted to focus in on a couple of things that really stood out at the Combine. i got to start with Isaiah Simmons, a guy that I have been talking about for some time. During the football season, even last summer on LandryFootball.com, before we even started this podcast, uh, he's just a phenomenal athlete. He's an outstanding football player. Um, at 6'4", 238, ran 4'39", 39-inch vertical, 11-foot broad jump, 
just a phenomenal athlete. Just to put it in perspective, he was right there with Jonathan Taylor, who led all the running backs in the 40, and was faster than every receiver at the combine except four. And those guys were quite a bit smaller than he is. He's capable of playing any position on the second level. Um, he's got had a lot of freedom and a lot of adjustments to make at the uh, on the Clemson's defense. And he is a high first-round pick. And when you look at the value of a roster spot in the NFL, this guy can be so valuable. People have asked me, well, where do you play him? Does he have a position? That is not an issue. I would play him and teach him the willbacker position immediately. And then I'd let him grow from there. But here's what's great about him. You can play him at will. He can play in a safety role in coverage. Um, if you want to line up as he's become more and more comfortable, if you want to play him in a safety role one week and more of around the line of scrimmage the next week, that's not an issue. That's not a problem. That's not a challenge. He will be able to handle that, and I think the more you throw at him over time, the more effective he can be. But I think early on, get him more comfortable at just doing a few things well. I think the guy is an elite player. I think if you are looking at the best players in this draft, and I'm going to take the quarterbacks out of the mix, I think Derek Brown, I think Isaiah Simmons may be the two best players in this draft. Um, they've got some other really good ones, those two guys stand out as much as anybody. And I think would be great value for anybody <clears throat> that's, you know, looking to build a difference maker along their defensive front. This guy's a real difference maker. Another ACC guy that was phenomenal in his workout was uh, Mackay Becton. We talked about him and how he was developing during the course of the season. If you've listened to the podcast during the season, if you followed LandryFootball.com in particular, we've documented how good, how impressive this young man is. 6'7", 364, ran 510. Let me say it again. 6'7", 364. Running five one, it ought to be illegal. He's just absolutely massive, and just ran as fluid as you can imagine. Thirty five and five eight inch arms. Um, just really, really impressive. I mean, think about it. he was running with some of the tight ends in terms of speed. This guy's got elite ability, and again, for a team that's, you know, a team like the Giants that is that needs help on the offensive line, this guy has put himself in an elite top five, definitely top ten caliber player in this draft. Just a phenomenal player. Great, great uh, week for him. 23 reps at the bench as well. He's just a big, big time football player that really checked all the boxes here at the Combine. Another guy that did a great job in a 
we call Notre Dame an ACC school for the purpose of this conversation, purpose of this podcast. But Chase Claypool ran four four two at six four two thirty eight. So okay, just put that in perspective. He's kind of that same body type as Isaiah Simmons. Both six four. 238. <laughs> so you got the same size. One ran 439, one ran 442. So in Chase Claypool, you've got um, a guy that can be the opposite on the other side of the ball of what Isaiah Simmons is. Well, where do you play him? By the way, 19 reps in the bench. Not ideal to play him in line at this point, but can be a big slot, a detached tight end, a uh, big slot, an X receiver, a vertical threat. I mean, he's built like Calvin Johnson. He's not as productive as Calvin Johnson coming out of Georgia Tech years ago, but this guy's outstanding. Um, You know, um, he's got the ability to do some H-back things, some tight end things, and some X receiver things. I don't think it's is necessary to define him just yet. I think you have to know how you're going to play him. And so I think where you take him and how high you take him depends upon what your vision is for him. So you have to have in mind that we're going to play him at X. We're going to play him at H-back. We're going to play him as a big slot. Whatever, it's fine. But I think he can do multitude of things. And what's great about a Simmons or a Claypool is that when you come out in your personnel groupings and they're in the field, you're not dictating what you're doing. These are guys that can be matchup nightmares on both sides of the ball. One on the defensive side that can match up, one on the offensive side that can cause great difficulty from a size and speed standpoint. So those were really three of the more impressive workouts. Not in the ACC, but in the entire combine. So really, really impressive to see what they did. We're going to get into more um, scouting combine information, but a couple of uh, other news outside the combine. Uh, Georgia Tech redshirt senior receiver Jahir Hawkins-Anderson has entered into the transfer portal. Uh, 6'1", 187, played sparingly during his time at Georgia Tech, played in a total of eight games over the course of four seasons. He's going to be eligible immediately. Um, he's uh, looking for more playing time and, and deserves it. Wasn't going to get it at Georgia Tech. Miami with an impressive verbal commitment from four-star tackle. Michael McLaughlin, 6'7", 255. He made the verbal here this past week. Um Miami completed his first practice of the spring. They're in their spring practice. His kid is uh, a junior from um, obviously uh, going into his senior year, going to be in the 2021 class. He's a junior at um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Of course, you remember that's the high school with the awful shooting. Um, Miami was able to get him over Florida State, Louisville, Ole Miss, West Virginia, Virginia. Four-star kid, good-looking kid, growth room, 
uh, like him a lot and uh, see if the uh, Canes can hold on to him. Some coaching news um, at Notre Dame. The Irish and Brian Kelly have hired former Penn State offensive analyst John McNulty to serve as their tight end coach. Similar to cornerback coach Mike Mickens, uh, McNulty hire was already expected for a while, but it's been made official. This is going to be McNulty's fourth stop in as many seasons going from the Chargers tight end coach to Rutgers offense coordinator to Penn State as an analyst and now Notre Dame to serve as a tight end coach once again. And as we kind of alluded to, Mike Mickens, we mentioned this to you, gosh, two weeks ago, the former Cincinnati secondary coach is going to serve as cornerback coach for Notre Dame. Mickens uh, was all but locked up and uh, obviously uh, was on the Cincinnati team that Brian Kelly coached when he was there in the early 2000s. Um, some more draft news, uh, combine news that I want to mention. Remember, we go regional, not just in the conference, but Appalachian State running back Darrington Evans um, is a really good-looking, small, agile, 5'10", uh, 203-pound, can do everything, um, outstanding speed back. Really impressed with him on tape. Um, Notre Dame at the combine, the safety. Uh, Alohi Gilman ran the 40 and 4.6. Pretty average for the safeties. Wasn't great explosiveness. Um, was not real happy with his vertical. Now, here's what I, at 31, here's what happens. Um, you have to look at it. You have to certainly test him again. Could have been a bad day. Um, 119-inch broad jump, distinctive football player. Um, he's got some athletic concerns, but he's 5'10", 201 pounds. Really um, decent, instinctive football player, but some of the explosive qualities are definitely in question. The other safety, Jalen Elliott, ran the 40 and 4'8". Um, slowest time of any defensive back, 34-inch um, vertical, 125-inch broad jump. But um, he plays a little faster than that. That was really disappointing. He accounted for 49 total tackles and two interceptions um, in which he, you know, backing off a 2018 campaign, which he had 69 tackles and four interceptions. Um, the athletic testing certainly is a concern. Certainly can't play at that speed. Looks like he plays a little faster. He'll get timed a little bit faster at the pro day there. Tony Pride, the corner, um, ran 4-4 for the Irish at the 5'11", 193 here at the Combine. Um, people question his straight line speed. He, he showed it there. It's a mid-round pick, and uh, I think he certainly helped himself out. Tony Jones, Jr., the running back, uh, ran the 40 in 4.68. Um, you know, wasn't ideal there. It's a power back, but not, not quite the speed that I was hoping for out of him. Uh, Florida State corner Stanford Samuels ran the 40 in 4.65. It's the slowest time of any of the cornerbacks. So disappointed there at his workout. Uh, he's going to have to do a better job in his pro day, and I expect him to do so. Over at Florida Atlantic, the cornerback, James Pierre at the Combine ran 4.59. Um, not real great time for him. He's an undrafted guy or late-round developmental guy. 
Um, Pittsburgh's Dane Jackson, another corner, ran the 40 in 457. Um, 6'2", not bad, not ideal, but 36.5-inch vertical, 122-inch broad jump was uh, a little bit better uh, and more emblematic of his some of the explosiveness you see on tape. Clemson, their safety, Kayvon Wallace, ran the 40 at 4.53, 38-inch um, vertical, very impressive, 133-inch broad jump, 5'11", 206-pound safety, was very productive. Uh, the corner for Clemson, A.J. Terrell. Ran the 40 in 442. 6'1, 1'95. Um, cornerback from Miami, Trajan Bandy. Ran the 40 in 4'5 at 5'8, 180. Uh, not an exceptional time, but solid. He's a quicker-than-fast guy. He's a slot corner as a late-round guy. He's, But he definitely has some ability as a late-round guy. Lenore Ryan, safety. And Lenore Ryan, if you don't know, is a little small Division three school in Hickory, North Carolina. Ran the 40 in 4-5. Um, first was in 4-6. Um He's not a 4-3 guy, but he's 6'1", 217. He's a safety. He can run. He can turn. He can get down in the box and play physical. Um, I like the kid a lot. I think he's very physical. I think he's going to be really good covering a tight end and running back. Uh, I think he's got good value, and I think he's going to go pretty early in the draft. Um. Clemson safety Tanner Muse was really impressive. His work got it 6-2-2-27, ran 4-4-3. 20 in the bench press. Um, he He's built and looks like a linebacker. Um, and he certainly can run. It's going to be interesting to see. He did work out at linebacker as well in an alternate position drill. Um, Duggar as well. From Lenore Ryan and Brian Cole, we also worked those guys out at linebacker. And Clemson's defense, um, News really um, was more of an in-the-box type safety. So I think at linebacker makes some sense there. And he could be a little bit of a Mark Barron type. But with downhill speed that you could do a little bit more in coverage with, Wake Forest corner Asan Bassey ran 4-4-6, um, 5-9-191, uh, really good-looking late-round priority free agent type. It's a really good player. NC State's edge um, rusher James Smith-Williams injured his elbow um, after hitting his arm. He actually hit his arm on the vertical jump device. He's 6'4", 265. He ran the 40 in 460. Uh, he didn't do the on-the-field drills after he had the injury. Um, <clears throat> he um, he's a good player, and, and certainly we'll see him do a little bit more at his pro day. Charlotte edge rusher Alex Highsmith ran the 40 in 470. Um, he's 6'3", 248. Um, he was impressive in the East-West game. We told you about that. 
Uh, he came out for the combine this week and looks to work his way in as a day three selection. Um, the running back out of Charlotte, Benny LeMay, ran the 40 and 475, 58, 221. Um, the straight line speed on Friday night was not real, not real impressive. And and it look, it's it's not a killer because you can have the good short area speed. I'm more concerned about the 28-and-a-half-inch vertical and the 112-inch broad jump. Those numbers are not transferable enough. He's a smooth receiver, 24 reps in the bench, but he's a small little mighty mouth, that mighty uh, might that he's going to have to work out a little better. That That has to be a bad workout day for him. Because from an explosion standpoint, it doesn't translate quite to what you need. Syracuse edge rusher Alton Robinson ran the 40 and 469. 6'3, 264. He had a 35 and a half inch vertical jump. Um, only James Smith Williams at 461 and Florida's Jabari Zeninga were faster. Um, doesn't have uh, his real big time power. And athleticism off the snap, but a interesting player nonetheless with a lot of natural speed. Um, did mention that Williams from NC State ran four six two, I believe. Um, you know, he's it, it, another note on him that I forgot to mention was that when he went to NC State, he was under two hundred pounds. He's two sixty five now. Gives you an idea how these guys can can really put on weight. And, and grow within their bodies. Miami's running back DJ Dallas ran the 40 in 4.58. Um, 5.10, So in the top three in the three-cone drill, 6.98. Uh, the 20-yard shuttle, 4.32. Really good um, performance. Puts them in the day three conversation. Uh, A.J. Dillon. <clears throat> the Boston College running back had a vertical jump of 41 inches. Very impressive. It 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 made you look and think Derrick Henry. Six feet, 247. That's the same frame. Well, not as tall. Derrick's a little bigger. I'm not worried about the height. In fact, I like Dylan's height a little bit better. 247 is what Derrick Henry is. He, 41-inch vertical, it's better than Henry's, um, which is four inches better. And four, five, three, and a 40, uh, just, you know, right along with what he ran, uh, what Derrick Henry ran, four, five, four. So, look, I mean, the measurables, you, you can definitely look at A.J. Dillon and see some Derrick Henry in him. There's no question about that. Um, very productive player, a late uh, day two selection. Um, this is a guy that had 23 in the bench, um, you know, feature runner with power, strength, underrated burst. Um, he finished out his career with 856 carries. Um, so impressive looking guy that can absolutely be your feature back and really, really impressed with him. Um, I mentioned that uh, Cam Akers ran the 40 and 447 from Florida State. Uh, maybe I didn't mention it. No, it's over the details over at LandryFootball.com. 510, 217, 
uh, 20 reps on the bench, 122-inch broad jump, 35-and-a-half-inch vertical. Um, he's met with a lot of teams, um, including I know the Bills liked him a lot. Of course, they've got Devin Singletary in the third round last year. Um, but really good-looking player. And... Um, Thought he had a really good workout and helped himself. I did mention Darrington Evans from App State. He did run run four four two, and he that tied Raymond Calais of Louisiana Lafayette for the second fastest forty time of any back. Jonathan Taylor with the fastest time. Um, really good open field runner. Clemson's guard John Simpson, thirty four reps at the bench, six four three twenty one, um, third most. Um, you know, reps, physical run blocker, that's what he is. Shows on film, shows on the workout. Syracuse receiver Tristan Jackson ran the 40 and 4'5", 6'1", 197. Vertical jump of 36 inches, broad jump 117. T. Higgins of Clemson didn't take part in the combine testing. Did measure in at 6'4", 216. Uh, looks like he's going to take part of the, of the pro day, but uh, this guy's got a lot of natural ability. And then Virginia Tech's tight end, Dalton Keene, was um, – we asked him to work out the running backs as well. He's 6'4", 253. He um, bench-pressed 21 times. Um, I think he's an H-back type guy, not an inline guy, which I think he'd be a blocking back and an H-back type back. I think he's got good value. He's got more of the combine results around the country – uh, on LandryFootball.com. So you may want to make sure that you check that out. Again, our scouting season offers the best we've ever had. It's less than $5 a month. You can get access to the best scouting information, best coaching information, the best inside information on the draft, free agency, uh, recruiting, whatever your game is, we got it covered for you if it involves the game of football. So check it out today, and you will, won't be disappointed. We've got all that details for you. Some other News and notes as spring practice is kind of getting underway. Uh, notice that Michael Irvin's son, Michael Irvin Jr., was not at the opening part of Monday's practice. Um, it's tight end for him. He's 6'3", 234. Um, he's behind Brevin Jordan and Will Mallory. Not quite sure why um, he wasn't there. Not sure there's a big deal. Just an observation that was told to me. Um and I was thinking about this, asking, asked a question, and I am wondering if you're looking at quarterbacks in the ACC starting up next year. We know Trevor Lawrence. But looking at the other guys that are available, wouldn't you put Sam Howell in that upper tier? At least I would. Mobility, accuracy, really off the good start last year going into a sophomore year. I'm curious to see, and they open up spring practice, how things might develop there. So, um, hey, reminder of a couple of things again. Got a question. Uh, send it to me over at, at LandryFootball.com. We haven't had a lot of big national news, and it's been more related to the combine. And so we're going to focus, uh, obviously, uh, Alabama has their new strength coach. We talked about that on SEC Football and Beyond on Monday. We've got uh, – a lot of the latest information with 
other minor details on LandryFootball.com and the college football notebooks. But uh, we're going to continue to do what we do each and every week, break down the world of college football and then certainly get into conference play. We've got a question that I'm going to get to tomorrow that Bob has um, about um, Penn State and strength coaches and weightlifting and the new dimension. So be sure you want to tune in for that tomorrow as we're going to get into that. But if you got a question, go to LandryFootball.com, hit contact Chris. I can address it here. Uh, certainly if it's a pro question, we can address it on the pro football show. And so we've got a little bit of a groove now. We are uh, going to be breaking down again the combine all week, getting through all the numbers and how guys looked and graded out, how they stack out, where, or shortly as we wrap up the free agent boards and the free agent scouting reports are going to have the draft boards and the draft scouting reports up on LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you stay tuned for all of that. Um, and uh, lock up your membership at LandryFootball.com. And uh, check out our Pro Football Podcast as well, Monday through Friday. So uh, once again, appreciate you joining us. Check out our great folks at 401k Generation as they are the experts in financial services, money management, investment inquiries. Uh, Give them a call. Give them a text at 1-866-998-5879. Tell them that we sent you. Um, it's a big part of why we can do this show for you is if you can support them and they can support us, it's a win, win, win for everybody. They can help you get you your financial checkup that, that you may or may not need. You may not realize you have that need. Get your second opinion. You've got somebody, no, um, obligation necessary, uh, no commitment or anything. Just give them a call today. Uh, you'd be surprised how they might be able to serve you. They're licensed in all 50 states, so they can help you regardless of where you're listening to this podcast in the continental United States. And remember, speaking of this podcast and the Pro Football Podcast, sign up for Landry Football's conference call wherever you sign up for your podcast so you can get it going right to your phone each and every weekday. Hey, that'll do it for today. Be sure to join us for Big Ten Football and Beyond tomorrow. Well, we'll break down the world of college football and then in the second half of the show get into uh, Big Ten football and recap everything at the Combine, everything over the course of this past week, all that's Big Ten football. Appreciate you joining us. I'm Chris Landry. Spread the word, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Check out the Pro Football Show as well today. (laughs) 